Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Here we are on End Times Friday uh, in June, actually. Good morning. Happy uh, June. I can't believe we're already getting there. We've... uh, We've done a better job of not being so far ahead <laughs> that we we say things and like eh, I wonder what happened. <laughs> uh, we're uh, we are we are taping a little bit ahead because you've got uh, graduations, mm-hmm. and actually the day we said this is recording, you said is prom night, right? It's prom night. I mean, yeah, the, the so time this is gonna, going on. The day this is going to broadcast when is, it airs. Is prime yeah, night. yeah. Will be prom night. So my, what? What's my that, baby's last prom. What's that going to be like? <laughs> what's what's going on? For, what oh. do they do for that? It'll be fantastic. They do a really good job of senior prom here. They actually um, rent out the Atkinson Country Club and there's a grand march and all the parents go and see the, you know, and they introduce them and take all these photos and they go to Applecrest Farm first and take photos too. And Anna and Reagan, who's also been on here, and then a handful of their other friends are renting a limo Mm. and um, they're all going to head out there. And then they actually do at the school they do um, a school sponsored after prom for the kids as seniors and have all kinds of activities but i think that we spoiled the kids last year hosting prom at our house and we have been requested to um, host after prom at our house instead of them going to the school after prom so we've got a group coming over here for after prom and then they'll come back over for breakfast the next morning and should be a lot of fun. <laughs> Whoa, right. What kind of stuff do they like doing? It's always hopping. It's always hopping around here. <laughs> what does what after prom look like for the, for kids like that at a house like well, yours? And it, well, we'll open up the pool. It'll you know they'll be ah. swimming. We'll pull out the outdoor. So the, so they're not wearing their prom dresses uh, after prom. Oh huh? no no no! <laughs> they they ditch the prom dresses as soon as they get home from that. They ditch the shoes at the prom, uh-huh. and then they ditch the prom dresses as soon as they get to the after prom. And they'll have a change of clothes. They'll spend time in the hot tub in the pool. We'll set up the um, outdoor movie screen and do a movie again for them. Things like that. It'll be fun. That's beautiful. Well, we yep. uh, excited. We are uh, headed down uh, to Joshua's uh, graduation. Yes. Uh, so he's uh, graduating, and that'll be uh, quite fun uh, to be part of that and experience uh, him walking. And uh, and then he's going to uh, get ready for the summer. He's actually going to wind up coming up to Colorado uh, for, the, for the summer and uh, spend time with us and do a little bit of work and uh, enjoy with his friends and uh, nice. and then get. Now, is he going to be working? Um, is he going to intern for you guys? Is no, uh, he's going to uh, he's going to work uh, around our house. He's got yard, oh, yard work okay. to do, and he's got a few other things that he wants to do uh, in the area. He probably wants to catch up with friends in the area yeah. too. All so right. he'll, he'll have guns, and he's he's into you know that that uh, what they call that airsoft, uh, and we yes. which we build a course for at our house. I remember that. And yeah. uh, and now. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be even more challenging for him and his buds because um, we got 
Kathy, Saturday, Uh-oh. while we were gone in California doing our retreat, we got cows at our house. No way! Yes. <laughs> so we have a I two. I knew y'all were talking about that. Yeah, we that's have, exciting. Uh, so we had to, um, the perimeter, perimeter of our house, mm-hmm. uh, we had uh, 35 acres um, in which we've had, you know, since 2007. And uh, after we bought it, uh, the county mm-hmm. came and said, hey, we're going to put a lake on your property. Right. And uh, they actually purchased a little they, bit of that they, land. They purchased an you, easement right? at the back, and uh, they built they built this lake, and it's, it's been built. The dam's been built, and it's filling up. And uh, it's for a water supply for the mm-hmm. local communities. Uh, so we have lakefront property, and it won't be speedboats. But they'll be sailing, and you could have a tro- you could kayak, kayak, and, board, and, right? and, and we can have a little. I think it's an electric motor for fishing, and they've stocked oh, it. Oh, nice! Um, so okay. it's it's kind of fun. Anyway, because of that, they um, fenced mm-hmm. the back of the property, including putting putting a nice gate there, and the and the uh, neighbor on one side of me uh, fenced, and the other side fenced. So we were fenced three, three level, three sides. <laughs> uh, so hey, all we need is the front, uh, which we did. So we fenced that uh, in the uh, fall, and then um, <laughs> we we were wanting to get cows, which we now have. What you when you do that, you got not only do you fence the outside, you got to fence the inside so they don't go in, in your wind up in your back door. Oh no! <laughs> so we had to, that's what we've been doing for the last month is we've had a, a person that helps us, Christoph, uh, who's a believer in, in uh, mm-hmm. growing in Christ. It's really fun uh, to see him following God and, and learning, and he's, he's learning how to abide. Right. And he's learning how to uh, follow God's instructions. And uh, But he comes out, he came out and built the internal fence mm-hmm. uh, so that it's now all around our house. Well, uh, where Joshua has his airsoft military games uh, is now there's a, barbed wire fence with uh, a cows and, <laughs> and a gate. So his, his oh, buddies could get really interesting. His buddies are going to have to maneuver that fence uh, and they can use that price. You know, so there's, there's two things that I've asked him. I've told him oh, number boy. one, don't shoot don't the shoot cows. The cow. <laughs> <laughs> don't shoot the cows. Uh, and then two is <laughs> watch where you step. <laughs> Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> you better watch where you step. Uh, you know, other, other, of course, they got, they got military boots, so I guess it'll be all right. That's but, great. Is Aiden coming for the summer he's as coming. well? Yeah, he's coming. Excellent. Uh, You've got to hook him and Caleb up while they're there yeah, they, uh, they to will play be, music together. Yeah, actually, uh, Aiden. Caleb's uh, an excellent guitar player. Because of what uh, uh, happened with uh, Peter at Lockheed and they're being able to do remote stuff, uh, they're actually moving back to Colorado. Oh, excellent. Uh, so uh, Sharon and Aiden are going to be at our house mm-hmm. uh, and Peter. Uh, and then Peter still has a place down there because he's got to go back for meetings. A little back but, and forth. But not, not, as, not as often. And now so they're, they're coming back to Colorado and that'll be, that's going to be fun. Uh, oh, that's to, exciting. To have that. Right? And they'll actually, they'll actually be living for a little bit of time as they kind of figure out what to do. Uh, in our house as they seek God's will, but they, mm-hmm. we've processed that far anyway. And and so One that's kind of fun. One step at a time. <laughs> so uh, we have these, and guess what? Our two cows uh, are 
uh, two uh, women, and they're both pregnant. Oh no way! So they're going to. Did have, you name them? Um, That's what I. Well, I have named them. <laughs> this is this is really funny. Uh, we were at this retreat, and we were mm-hmm. showing the pictures of the cows. Um, and they said, you know, what's their names? Uh, and I said, <laughs> I said, Uh-oh. Lucy and Ethel. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> because I'm married to Lucy Ricardo, so hey, Lucy and Ethel, you know. And uh, so um, we send a picture to my daughter-in-law, Shara. Uh huh. Um, and she sends me back. So have you named them Lucy and Ethel? I love it. And I, love I, I said, it. you won't believe it, but yeah, you know, that's what we named it, you know. <laughs> um, and we'll see if uh, Aiden wants to keep those names. He, 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 he really actually enjoys, he's going to enjoy the cows. And, Excellent. Uh, we'll see. And now is your intention to have four cows? Um, the, you know, well, we are. Uh, or what is your plan with it, these cows? Milking cows, is, meat cows? Well, uh, for sure, one thing. <laughs> Absolute, 100%. They are not milking cows. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Milking cows take work. Uh, we aren't we aren't doing that. Actually, the okay. way the way it works is that, um, and this is a neighbor that has done this. And his daughter uh, is a farmer in uh, northeast Colorado, mm-hmm. uh, and so she needs pasture land. Right. So uh, it's actually her cows. Oh. Uh, she brought them Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, well, all we had to do is make sure, make sure you could keep them in a fence and they don't wander around uh, right. into the road and stuff. And then two is we had to provide a source of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have to get a big water trough um, and we had to lay a water line to it. And then it's on a float that keeps it filled all the time. Oh, oh So nice. as far as we're concerned, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> That's pretty easy, uh, actually, right? She actually takes care of them. She's responsible for their health. Uh, they graze on our property. Mm-hmm. And she said, hey, by the way, I brought two two women that are pregnant. They could have the babies while they're there. Uh, that would be so fun. Uh, and that'll be kind of fun. And we'll have four for a while. And then they come and take them. Uh, they drop them off in April or May. Mm-hmm. And then they, they take them and, uh, back in September, October. Oh, okay. Uh, and then they, they take them inside to their mm. big barns and stuff. And then they have to feed them feed. And then they'll bring them back in April. To uh, graze again. So they're actually not our cars. And the, and the blessing of it is, is because I said, you know, we would like to have meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she says, well, um, I butcher cows every, I said, I won't, I may not necessarily butcher the ones I'm bringing to you, but I'm going to, uh, at the time anyway, we'll, we'll butcher right. them eventually, but we'll butcher them. And uh, she says, you know, whenever you want it and I'm butchering, let me know. And we'll take care of it. So we said, well, uh, and we're just getting this all set up. I said, well, could right. we could we have them now? Um, and they said, yeah, actually, I'm going to be butchering here in the next month. And this That's was back great. back in uh, February. So yeah, we how much do you want? You know, <laughs> we want a half. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, okay, they took care of it. And so, and by the way, uh, Kathy, this is right before the supply issue of food. Mm. I was going to say, and meat. yeah, okay, great so, timing, So right? she sells us um, 500 pounds of, of meat mm-hmm. for $2 a pound. Wow. Um, wow. And we've stocked our freezers. for We got meat, you know, for a long time. Mm-hmm. But um, literally, it's gone up 7 to 10 times. 
mm-hmm. that amount. It's now meat is twenty bucks a pound. That's amazing. Uh, so it's it's, well, it's interesting. Even as you're talking about this, this is something that you know we're seeing so many more people like in New Hampshire, maybe up near where where the Dunkles are. You see more people getting cows and stuff, but because we're more residential here, we don't see that. But a lot of people getting chickens. A yeah. lot, you know, a lot of people doing kind of small personal size farms. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think even non-Christians are seeing there's a need um, to be prepared a little bit differently in this in this time of life and with everything that's going on. Yep, yep. And um, uh, the the uh, you know the the beauty of that is that we now have an access to somebody who has supply and can get a supply. Mm-hmm. So that that's a good thing, positive thing. And then um, uh, the other aspect of it is uh, in Colorado. If you have uh, agricultural animals mm-hmm. on your property, you get taxed as yeah. agriculture. So my taxes are going to drop. Are going to drop right? dema- dramatically uh, because of what we're doing. And and That's the cool great. thing in Colorado, you don't even have to own the cows. Yeah, they just got to be on your property. Yeah, because so, they still need land. They still need water. Yeah, they've got to find it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, we have them. And uh, they're they're beautiful. That's great. Uh, they're beautiful cow, and that we have that we've taken care of Michelle's two dogs, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they didn't like the cows. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so they uh, kind of chased them, but the cows, you know, they don't care. It's like hey, you know, it you're out. nothing. You're yeah. nothing. You know. So They'll they 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 kind of got to a place of yeah, this doesn't matter. So we're not going to do it. And uh, uh, they did experience the barbed wire fence. Oh. Uh, so they said, ooh. The dogs did, uh, or the, the cows dog. Did? No, the cow, okay. the cows. Yeah, the cows do. They don't care, but they just that just keeps them from going anywhere. But right. the, the dog, the dogs did. The dogs learned and pretty it's quickly. Like, probably. Uh, whoops! I don't want to go over there, and uh, and why bother anyway? So it kind of yeah. sorts itself out pretty soon. So that's great. We are uh, as uh, you're. We're experiencing this. Uh, you'll be having that uh, prom. I'll be actually uh, coming, just coming back from Croatia. Uh, that we're doing yeah. our, doing our leaders retreats over there, two of them, uh, back to back, and everything's in line for that and, and uh, skilled up for that. So we're fun. And uh, as we've been talking about uh, end times, last last time we talked about the church, the faithful church mm-hmm. uh, that held the key of David, and we said the key of David was surrender mm-hmm. and, and, a, and a heart, the heart, a heart to do his after, will, to yeah. do God's will, not perfectly. Uh, and because of that heart. Mm-hmm. They said he says I really don't have anything to, uh, against you, and, th- and I was thinking about that. We tend to operate it with the obligation we better do things better, mm-hmm. um, and he's probably not happy with us because we're not right. perfect. And I know I fail and I react. We get in that and, performance mode yeah, that we have to I, earn salvation. And I do earn things even, even when I'm trying to to follow God. Um, I, I overreact, I get involved in stuff I shouldn't, I make decisions I shouldn't, I think things, I, I go to fear and worry. Um, he says, because of my righteousness, mm-hmm. uh, I cover you, which allows you to have that relationship with me. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it releases the need to be perfect. And he says, really what I care about, and David actually said this in Psalm 40, you don't really require the formality. Uh, he said the sacrifice and the feast, uh, the, uh, the, the things that I would have to do to perform. Mm-hmm. He said, I know that's not what you really want. What you really want is my heart. 
right. of my soul right. to say, I want to follow you. And if you have a heart to follow him, and he says, come with me, I'll cover you with these things that you don't quite get right, correct, or you're right. in the process of it. And that's why this church, Philadelphia, he says, because of your heart and you hold the key of David, mm-hmm. um, I have nothing against, I, I, I could highlight a few things because right. cause you're human and you're not perfect. But, because, but I'm looking at your heart. But because yeah. you you have a heart to follow me, I have nothing against you. Hey, by the way, if you maintain that, it'll keep you from the trial. Mm. Um, and what's coming up? Well, tribulation. And so it's interesting, uh, and this is really subtle and very uh, profound. We would read that mm-hmm. and say, oh, good. So you're telling me I don't have to go through the tribulation. Um, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, no, uh, it said I'm keeping you from the trial of the tribulation, mm-hmm. the, the, the potential that you won't follow me and you won't experience all that I have for you because you go elsewhere uh, and you go off on your own. You're going to experience the trouble, mm-hmm. but you won't experience the, tr- the test of it because mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the power to follow me. And by the way, what does that mean? I'm going to be your provider in the middle right. of the middle in of the, the middle trouble, of it. Right. Uh, which is really, and by the way, God uh, as a main, main, main principle of life, which is about kind of this issue um, in John's, uh, excuse me, in Matthew six, called the Sermon on the Mount, right? Uh, and he goes into great depth and makes a statement: you can't serve money and God at the same time. Yes. You'll either love the one and hate the other or hate the one and, and love the other. And he said, it's, it's either or, you can't do both. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm gonna test you in this about money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fundamental principle of life because that's the essence of, since everybody has to deal with it. Right. I'm gonna test you to see, do you trust me or not? Right. And then he, and then he says, uh, look, at, look at the, uh, you know, Solomon, uh, with all the blessing he had, uh, look at the lilies of the field, look at the birds of the air. Uh, hmm. Are they worried? Do they care about stuff? Are they are they trying to serve right. everything? Yeah. No, Not they're, a bit. <laughs> they're just free to enjoy what I do to provide mm-hmm. for them. And he said, I'll be your provider. Uh, you can't serve God in money. And he says, uh, actually, it really comes kind of simple. Seek ye mm-hmm. first what? The kingdom of God. And? Right. All these things will be added to you. I'll take <laughs> yeah. care of it. And that's, so it's, it's a universal principle. And then he specifically says, as it applies to the end, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to keep you in that same spot if you have a heart to follow. And it's all based on truth. Are you, you have, don't compromise the truth. Don't chase something else. Uh, trust me. And he says, I'll keep you through that process. So that's, that's a great, um, beautiful expression of what we can mm-hmm. expect as we head to the tribulation. And we're gonna talk about this test even further after we get through these churches. We're gonna talk about the mark of the beast and the test coming right. up and what does that look like. Yeah, uh, but this this next church, um, which I always find interesting that um, I would have thought the way he would have lined it up mm-hmm. is that the faithful church, he would have been the last one. Right. <laughs> and then he, he says, hey, by the way, 
Uh, no, there's one more that I want to talk about, and that's the church of Laodicea. So if you'd read uh, Revelation 3, 14, uh, all the way down to 22, and this is an interesting one because this is a, a verse that everybody actually has heard a lot about, but they've taken it a slightly off in terms of what it really was intended to be. So go ahead oh, and interesting. read okay. that. And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things says the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you're neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say I am rich, have become wealthy, and have the need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and and anoint your eyes with the eye salve that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Yeah. So um, uh, he says, um, uh, remember uh, that um, what I'm speaking to you is faithful and true, the beginning and the end, Mm-hmm. And is amen, it's so. She said, so remember that all that I've been speaking, all that I've been saying is so. Mm-hmm. And it's faithful, okay. it's true, you can count on it. Uh, he says, so as I'm looking at you, remember this is a church. Mm-hmm. So remember these are uh, what they uh, profess to be as believers. Uh, he says, you're neither what? You're neither hot nor cold. Nor cold. You're just lukewarm, yeah. Okay, now think about that. What What is he trying to say there about, I find you lukewarm and you're neither hot nor cold? Well, that picture of really, really being ineffective, but not being on fire for the Lord and really following everything and, and not being so dismissive either. So you're just sitting in the middle, kind of giving him a bad name, actually. Yeah. Okay. So when you're, uh, in other words, Nobody he says, lukewarm. <laughs> you haven't, you haven't processed mm-hmm. anything at all. Uh, you haven't concluded anything at all. Uh, mm-hmm. You're certainly not. Uh, expressing the warmth of mm-hmm. who I am to the world and interesting enough you haven't even gone to you know what we don't even care about this stuff right um, we're just we're just decided we're not even part of the church like per I'm se. Having just enough yeah we're just we're just a, a, a social church we don't even care mm-hmm. he says I would rather have you had processed something mm-hmm to conclude who are you mm-hmm. and what you've determined is you don't even have a clue who you are. You've just drifted into what I call mediocrity. You've trif- right. drifted into being of, of nothing either side of it. Uh, right. You're nowhere. Uh, you think you're okay, but you, you, you and, and, and really what it boils down to is 
um, when you're lukewarm, uh, it says basically that uh, you don't care. And he said, for you guys, you look at your wealth and you don't need anything. Mm. Okay. Um, if you're a church and you say, I don't need anything, what are you looking at? You're looking your at, own, you're yeah, looking at the financial condition of the church. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the property. You're looking at the, right. uh, the thing, hey, we got members. We got plenty of money. Um, uh, hmm. Look how look how effective we are because we're okay. And again, the word there, rich, is that you're of no need, what mm-hmm. it, which is what he says. You don't need any material stuff. Um, right. And so you're happy, but you've never processed what does all that mean and what does that uh, uh, have effect for the for the work of the church. It's just that we are okay. <laughs> right. Uh, and really it's that idea that we can, you know, I think about, um, honestly, I can think of churches like this that are very good speakers, very good performers, very good, all of these things, but they're doing none of it with the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah. And so the effectiveness is just not there. No. That's, you know, that's, there's nothing that lasts from that because it's not being led by the Spirit. Yeah. It's simply doing what strong and capable people are capable of doing that does not last. Yeah, and you know, it says you, you do not know that you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, mm-hmm. and naked. Okay, so... Because you've even fooled yourself then. Yeah, that's because you've, you've evaluated the material, mm-hmm. and basically he's saying your spiritual condition mm-hmm. is wretched, it's miserable, it's mm-hmm. awful, and you're not assisting the truth of even the people in your church who, by the way, if you spent any time, mm-hmm. would find out what? They're, they're kind of miserable. Yeah. They're struggling. Mm-hmm. They're unhappy. Things aren't working right for them. They don't understand it, but they appear, I got to appear like everything mm-hmm. is good because we're, we as a church are doing okay. Right. I can't let anybody know mm-hmm. that I'm really struggling or that my wife and I aren't getting along, or our mm. kids are a mess. So it's really kind of that mask on type thing, right? Right, right. Uh, he says, so you're not even willing to, as a church to uh, to process any of that. You have people in that condition, mm-hmm. but they don't even speak out or pursue it because you're kidding each other. And that's why you're lu- right. lukewarm. Um, and you live in this phony, kind of this phony place. Of, right. Seems like it's okay. But he says it isn't. Uh, and he said, you don't even understand that you're nowhere. Right. You're actually completely cold, but you portray yourself as lukewarm. Um, and so you've accepted this level of, of, in essence, having no life in you as being normal. Because wow. uh, it's mechanical and it's flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, then he says, uh, the remedy uh, is is what? You have to buy gold. Mm-hmm. Okay, now this is really cool. Um, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna spend more time on this uh, as we go down the path because I want I want to get into the depth of this. but um, uh, let's go to um, uh, Proverbs uh, chapter eight. Um, and uh, 
let's go to verse 10, uh, and it says, um, receive my instruction and not mm -hmm. silver, knowledge rather than choice gold, wisdom mm -hmm. is better than rubies, uh, and all these things we may desire cannot be compared with her. So he, when he's saying buy gold, he's saying buy the most precious thing you can, and, I, right. and I'm letting you know it's not actual gold, it's wisdom. Mm. Uh, it's, oh, that's it's, good. It's insight. Is you need to go buy that. In other, in other words, go after it. I'll, uh, you right. receive it. I'll give it to you, and you've got to repent and put, put get back to the whiteness mm -hmm. that I have for you. Which, by the way, what? And we let we read that in the last uh, church, Philadelphia. Yeah. Why were they considered white? Because they, well, they had a heart to do his to will. follow God's will, and yeah. I cover you with my whiteness. You guys, he's saying, you don't even care. You're not seeking my will at all, and you don't even understand mm -hmm. that you're nowhere. Right. Because you've convinced yourself you are something when you're wretched, and because you're, you operate that way, all the people in your church who are wretched and, and kind of have a sense like, hey, how, what about me and my problem? You mm -hmm. don't even care about them. Uh, and so he said, you got to go, 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 go get wisdom, go repent and get back to the whiteness of it. And then we'll describe later, uh, next time, the depth of that and the aspect of, um, uh, you know, I behold, I stand at the door and knock because everybody yeah. uses that as an evangelical, mm -hmm. uh, uh, giving it away to, to nonbelievers. Right, right. Well, who's, who's he talking to? The He's church talking to the church. So it, this is about the church, hmm. uh, and it's really interesting to see what the remedy is. So we'll pick that up uh, for our next Great. time together. Uh, but uh, uh, we would urge you to consider: don't allow yourself to fool yourself to think you're fine when you're really mm. nothing and you're really wretched, only because you haven't had a heart to follow God. And so we'll, we'll, we'll pray. We'll think more about that next time, but we'll pick right. this up and we're we'll get we'll get into the depth of this verse. Cause it's kind of an important verse Yeah, sounds that, very interesting. Uh, people really uh, use in a certain way, but really God's intended it for something different. So we'll Great. process All right. that further. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us everyone and have a happy first weekend of June. Yeah, we'll see. And we'll come <laughs> back and report all of our fun stuff that we got to be yeah. part of. So we'll be excited. We'll see you soon. Take care. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.